Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time of the day that it is for you, welcome to the GYGO Get Your Go On podcast. My name's Leah Grace, and this is my podcast. I'm so glad you've decided to make this a part of your day. Before we get into anything, I want to ask one thing of you, and that is just to have a good time because that's what this podcast is all about. So if you're ready like I'm ready, let's get into today's episode. Hello, it is me popping in for a disclaimer. I'm aware that the audio at some points may sound staticky and you do hear a brief rumble. I was in a car and there will be more on that in this episode. Thank you for listening to this disclaimer. Disclaimer is now over enjoy the episode. Good morning, GYGO family. I'm so excited. So it is day three. Good things happen on the third day. Say it with me. Good things happen on the third day. Jesus rose on the third day. You know, it's the third day of the GYGO podcast. Uh, the not not the third day of the GYGO podcast, but the third day of Rise and Shine Week. It is nine forty eight, and it's a good day. I'm giving you some real talk, Kim vibes. So today. I am sitting in our church secretary's car because all the classrooms are currently occupied, so I can't record it anywhere else, and she was kind enough to let me sit in her warm car, so thank you, Marsha, for letting me use your car and your seat warmers. (laughs) So, I want to first address, I did not put my intro in day two, and that is my fault. So, there is a weird jump from day one to day two, and uh, there is, there's not a, there's not an intro. So, it it just starts with my beautiful voice in the morning, and you're welcome for that. Uh, Also, I'm wearing a very noisy jacket, so if you hear it moving around, I I apologize. So, let's get into it. I'm excited. Day three. um, Thank you all who have stuck around and who have listened. I have had so many people message me saying that they are really enjoying the podcast. And so, I can't wait to get into this. So, today, we are going to talk about the power of perspective. So, I always try to come up with something like catchy to call each episode and this was just one of them where I got the title before I got anything else and so I was like the power of perspective and I was like who had a shifted perspective you know kind of just asking myself questions and I wrote down the state of your situation is determined by how you see your situation so for me, I have I have had situations in my life where I have just battled and I have been like, you know what, this stinks, you know? I've cried, I have I have gotten mad, I have kicked the wall, I have broken things, I've I've I'm mad. And it was all because my perspective was wrong. I was mad and I was frustrated because my perspective was wrong. And so <laughs> I then began to realize that it's not my situation 
that's changing because my situation is going to be, you know, we have bad situations that sometimes we can't help. You know, for me, it was a sickness. I was, I had a thyroid disease. I was a sick kid. I was in and out of the hospital. I had calcium problems after my surgery due to a due to something happening during my surgery and my thyroid being too sick for my calcium to work and it was something that I couldn't help and so instead of saying oh well this is just all part of God's plan I started out being like you know what this sucks and why is why do I have to go through this what did I do to deserve this and it all stems back to my perspective Instead of viewing it as something that God could get the glory from, I was viewing it as a hindrance. And so I wrote down a couple of examples of people who had the wrong perspective and people who had the right perspective. And so those few people were David and Goliath. That was the first one, you know. But David, it's not that David had the right and Goliath had the wrong. It's that David had the right and the soldiers had the wrong. Because those soldiers faced the same giant. But David saw an opportunity, whereas the soldiers saw something that was going to take them out and that they were afraid of. David saw an opportunity. And then you look at Hosea and Gomer, and I love that story of Hosea and Gomer. If you don't know that story, it is a beautiful story of a real man named Hosea who marries a um, woman named Gomer who was known for her... Um, let's just say pleasure towards men. And so without getting too graphic, you can take without what you would like. And um, Gomer married her. Or um, Hosea married her. And Hosea, um, Gomer eventually left, went back to her old lifestyle, and was up for um, a sex, to become a sex slave or a slave. And um, Hosea bought her back for more than they were asking for and it's just a beautiful story and you look at Hosea Hosea's view of Gomer versus the world's view of Gomer he saw a bride and the world saw trash saw a piece of trash and where the world saw that he saw his bride it's it was the power of his perspective and then we look at Zacchaeus and the rich young ruler and his perspective, Zacchaeus's perspective, was different from the rich young rulers, even though it was the same assignment. So Zacchaeus was told by the Lord, and everybody knows the story of Zacchaeus. We all know the song, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, wee little man was he. We all know the Zacchaeus song. And then the Zacchaeus, you know, Climbed up in a sycamore tree, met the Lord. The Lord said, sell everything you own. And he willingly was like, I will give it all up. Whereas the rich young ruler asked the Lord, hey, how how do I become, how, how do I do that? You know? And the Lord said, sell everything you own. And he was sad. And this was one chapter before we met Zacchaeus. It was the same assignment, but a different perspective. Zacchaeus saw the only thing he would ever need ever again in the rest of his life and the man saw everything that he ever wanted and the things that he had and the things that seeked him or that got him so much recognition from the world and so 
the next the next group of people who had a different perspective was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they all saw, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego saw the furnace. They saw the temperature gauge. They saw how hot it was. And so did the people who bowed. They saw the furnace too. It was the same furnace, but a different perspective. Zacchaeus and um, Shadrach, er, sorry, not Zacchaeus, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the people who bowed all saw the same furnace, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego saw the opportunity to get to show what the Lord is capable of doing. But even if he doesn't, his faith is great. Their faith in God and their hope in God and their knowing in God was greater than any fire that the enemy would try to put them through. And so it was the same furnace but a different perspective. So David saw the same giant but had a different perspective. Hosea saw the same woman but a different perspective. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, same furnace, different perspective. And Zacchaeus and the rich young ruler, same assignment, different perspective. And there is, there are times in our lives where the Lord will give us something that we struggle with and something that, or the Lord will allow us to go through some hard times, be it an illness be it a a hard job just whatever it is that the Lord may be allowing you to go through and what perspective are we looking at, at it as are we looking at it as a hindrance as something that is just killing us something that is wiping us out something that is taking everything from us or are we going to look at it as a time where the Lord can be glorified and something where the Lord can show how powerful and how great and how wonderful He is and also show how big our faith is. So where the soldiers saw a giant, David saw victory. And where Hosea, or where the men who were purchasing women saw a just woman, just a piece of trash, pretty young, hot woman. Hosea saw a bride. And where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were staring at the furnace and the others were staring at the furnace where they saw where they saw a death sentence. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego saw the power of God and God's ability and what he could do. And they stood firm in knowing that nothing is too impossible for God. Even if he doesn't, we will not bow. And then where the rich young ruler saw a loss, Zacchaeus saw a gain. Zacchaeus said, if I have to lose everything, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even though Zacchaeus wasn't technically risking his life and wasn't asked to walk into a fiery furnace he said I'm willing to give up everything all of these people in the Bible even Hosea Hosea bought Gomer 
with everything that he had. And David was risking his life going up against this 9, 10, 11 foot Philistine. And they all risk everything that they had, but they knew. It was the perspective that they had. And knowing that greater are the plans that he has for me than the plans that I have for myself. So no matter what season that you are in, check your perspective. See what it is that you're going through and how the Lord can be glorified in any situation, in any valley, in any on climbing any mountain, whatever mountain that it is that you're facing, whatever wall it is that you're facing, see how the Lord can be glorified in this season. See how the Lord can work your perspective. So I want to encourage you with just a couple of words that I wrote down that I hope will help you. And it is praise during your problem. That's number one. Number two, worship during your whooping. I had to use some southern terms. Worship during your whooping. Sing during your sadness. Rejoice during your rejection. That is a hard one. That's a hard one. Because when we feel rejected by the world, we think no one could love us. But in reality, we're not meant to be loved by the world. He who gains the world loses his soul. We're not called to be here. So rejoice during your rejection. Believe during your breaking. That's another hard one. Because when we're being broken, it hurts. But I used this imagery one time during a kid's class. And it was a glow stick. And what do you have to do to get light from a glow stick? You have to break it. You have to crack it. It's got to go through a season of bending and snapping to get that light. So maybe your season of breaking is what's going to bring your light. So believe during your breaking. And trust during your trouble. Shift your perspective. And see that your oppression is an opportunity to give the Lord glory even when you don't see it. Even when you don't see it, He's working. Even when you don't feel it, He's working. He never stops, never stops working. And I'm not going to sing because when I sing recorded, I have to rehear it and listen to it because if it messes up, then I delete it and I don't ever share it. So, but we all know the song and it's so true. Even when we don't see it, he's working. Even when we don't feel it, he's working. So look at your oppression as an opportunity to see what the, how the Lord can be glorified in this situation. So, praise during your problem. Worship during your whooping. Sing during your sadness. Rejoice during your rejection. Believe it during your breaking and trust during your trouble. I hope that you guys have an incredible rest of your day. And I will see you tomorrow.